Stay with us when we come back. Dr. Shakira Chunara will be joining us. She is an award-winning health, uh, public health researcher and regional uh, adolescent SRHR manager. And she's going to be chatting to us about her get up and go. Stay with us. Sound away with Kanye Magubane. It is 20 minutes before uh, 5 o'clock. Thank you so much for being with us uh, this morning. Our guest is award-winning health researcher currently based uh, at the Advocacy Incubator at the Global Health Institute, where she is the Obesity Prevention Coordinator for uh, South Africa. Um, Good morning and thank you so much, Dr. Shakira, for joining us. It's excellent to join you this morning, uh, Kanye, and good morning to your listeners as well. Wow, I was just reading your profile and your CV, and I must just say, um, you know, you you are a beacon of light for for many young women, many young people your age. And before I get ahead of myself and start telling all my listeners about mm-hmm. the wonderful work that you are doing, let's just start by asking you, what is your get up and go, your daily routine that gets you going and started every morning? I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that question first, <laughs> but I mean... <laughs> well, um, let's get the difficult one out of the way and then get into the do, into the good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think it's so important to be honest. And so I'm one of those people who need eight or ten, ten hours of sleep, you know. So um, I'm not really that early morning riser. I'm more of a late night worker, but I think that uh, what I do do is really plan my weeks in advance as well. Um, I also travel extensively, so often in the morning you'll see me packing a suitcase, heading yeah. for O.R. Tambo and then one of these amazing African countries. Um, I catch up on social media in the morning. Uh, I think it's important to be up with the trends because that's when um, Donald Trump, for example, makes his decisions at midnight when we're sleeping. Um, and, and yeah, I catch the news and ready to get going. Uh, go according to my diary every morning. I'm quite a structured person as well. Now, let's just talk a little bit about what it is that um, you do, uh, Shakira. You've just recently completed your PhD in public health, and you also have an honors degree in public health and master's in demography, and you're a demographer. Um, let's just talk about what a demographer does. You know, it's, it's not a career that people hear about a lot. So perhaps somebody may be hearing about it for the first time. Sure. I mean, so, you know, I actually wanted to become a sociologist, but sometimes we all have to do things so that we're able to pay our bills and pay our student loans off. And and that's when I came across demography. So demography is actually population statistics. So it's really the people who do the census in the country, the people who collect data on mortality when you go to home affairs and and fill out your death certificates or birth certificates. Someone behind the scenes um, is working out the birth, deaths, and migration. And demography is also a scarce skill um, in South Africa and Africa. So so being a population statistician is is something I pursued. It was a very useful skill because it it really makes you, um, you know, very marketable in the workplace as well. Mm. Now, you've gone on to, to do a lot of your work in, in the public health uh, sector. Let's just talk about the research that you do there. Mm-hmm. So I've actually transitioned from research into advocacy. For mm. around eight years, I was based at Fitz University, and um, I worked around malaria prevention a lot, the national health insurance. 
And then after the PhD, I've spent the last year or so doing possibly uh, the most exciting, uh, exciting job ever. I've worked with young people on the continent and building youth leadership training or youth leadership programs for them. And um, I'm now next week actually venturing into obesity prevention and the sugar tax in South Africa. Mm, so there's a lot happening, um, you know, in your world right now. There's a lot of changes. So I, I suppose it's an exciting time uh, for you, you know, as you step into advocacy. Let's look at, you know, some of the awards and accolades that you've uh, received. You were named a Woman of the Year in Healthcare uh, Award, Woman of Stature Network in 2017. Also in 2015, the European Union named you uh, Development Day's Future Leader for Health, Emerging Voices for Global Health in 2014, and also the Ahmed Foundation, you were part of their leaders program in, in 2014 and I believe that you were also named, you know, uh, Destiny's uh, overall winner of the most powerful woman under 40. All of these accolades coming through in your life and in your career, how have they inspired you to carry on and, con- and continue what, you know, with what it is that you're passionate about? Um, so what a way to start my morning with all these amazing compliments. Thank you, Kanye. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, you know, sometimes on social media, and I think the way the world is, we portray that things are actually very easy and success looks very easy. But behind the scenes, um, at that stage, I was going through a very difficult point in my career, for example. And, and these awards, I think, especially being a young person, it, it really built my confidence, you know. So now, for example, I wake up in the morning and I tell myself, wow, you know, you have these accolades, what does this mean? What is your responsibility? That really shapes who I am and what I do. But also, I think it's, um, you know, I think also it's about just motivating uh, a person. And like I said, being a young person, sometimes it's not very easy to go into a boardroom with very experienced people. But having that mindset and these awards really changes and shifts who you are. Mm. And in terms of your own inspiration and what uh, keeps you going, is there a mantra or a, a, a quote that you live by that, that you center yourself around? Um, you know, when I was preparing for the show, I thought about it. And sometimes it's about going back to our spiritual beings and what do we live by. And And I think... Something I grew up with, um, with my parents as well, because we grew up in a disadvantaged home as well. Mm. And no matter how little we had, we always learned that carry on giving charity, so that's something I still live by, and also be kind to every single person that you meet. Don't ever think you're better than others. And I think if the world lived by that, it would be so much better. Wonderful. And for somebody listening right now, how can you encourage them to also go forward and and, and reach for their dreams? So when I was much younger, I always joked that I'd be the Minister of Health and the President of South Africa. You know, it always brought immense laughter. But like I said, looking at some of these awards, they were never expected. Of course, they don't go to my head or anything, but it's something that, that shows you anything is possible, you know. And I think we also socialize during our school career, our university career, to, to find that job, to get that eight to five, to pay the bills. But we don't really sit down, reflect, um, and think about it and take that risk. What is our purpose? 
What are we meant to do? And, and how will we get there instead of just doing that eight to five? And I think it, you know, it didn't happen for me until a year or two ago. But I now question myself and saying, am I just an eight to five or am I really trying to change the health system? And what are the steps I can take to get there? How can I be independent? How can I live my dreams? And more importantly, how can I live, um, you know, build South Africa? And, and hopefully that gets others going this morning. Wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Shakira. And we wish you nothing but the best as you continue in your work. And you are, as I said earlier on, you know, a, a beacon of light and you are very inspirational. In terms of um, how you do strike a work-life balance, just before you, we had um, our life coach who joined us and we were talking about this subject. You are a very busy person. You've just alluded to the fact that you travel a lot. How do you strike that balance? You know, I think it's so important as a leader to be honest and authentic. And that's how when you asked me in the morning, do I get going? I said, no, actually, I'm a very sleepy person in the morning. So I have a similar response. You know, I learned a very important lesson this last year or two where I actually, you know, I was on the point of burnout. Yeah. Eventually, I had to tell myself, and you know, success is not easy or, or trying to be the go-getter is not easy either. Um, but I think that in everything that we do, we have to sit down and, and not be a human doing, try to be a human being, um, enjoy what you do. Sometimes you don't have that work-life balance, but also never let go of, of what you do on a daily basis. So for me, reading that newspaper is so critical. Speaking to my dad every night, it's, it's important. That's the person who gives me critical thinking. Mm. And then watching Isidingo or Sivindalan is something I never give up on. So, so try and always push those little things, no matter how difficult it is. And I think that will eventually get the work-life balance, but it is very dangerous. So my advice to others is, is, is you know, take care of yourself as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. That was uh, Shakira, Shakira Chunara. She is an award-winning health researcher and regional, um, you know, she's been in regional uh, positions, you know, at the formerly uh, known as South Africa AIDS Trust, now known as the SRHR Africa Trust. And as you've just heard, next week she's starting a new position. Uh, She's going to be the obesity prevention coordinator uh, for South Africa at Global Health. So really a mover and a shaker in her own right 10 minutes before five o'clock stay with us right here on sound awake